1: My name is Valerie, and I'll be your conference operator today. At this time, I would like to welcome everyone to CT Reit's Q2 2021 Earnings Results Conference Call. All lines have been placed on mute to prevent any background noise. After the speaker's remarks, there will be a question and answer session. If you would like to ask a question during that time, simply press star, then the number one on your telephone keypad. To withdraw your question, press star, then the number two. The speakers on today's call are Ken Silver, Chief Executive Officer of CT REIT, Leslie Gibson, Chief Financial Officer of CT REIT, and Kevin Salzberg, President and Chief Operating Officer of CT Today's discussions may include forward looking statements. Such statements are based on management's assumptions and beliefs. These forward looking statements are subject to uncertainties and other factors that could cause actual results to differ materially from such statements. Please see CTREIT's public filing for discussion on these risk factors, which are included in their 2020 md and in AIF, which can be found on CTREIT's website and on CDAR. I will now turn the call over to Ken Silver, Chief Executive Officer of CT Reit. Ken?
2: Thank you, Operator, and good morning, everyone. We're very pleased to welcome you to CT REIT's second quarter 2021 investor conference call. With Canadians having significantly embraced vaccination, resulting in lower COVID case rates and the lifting of most public health restrictions, we can be hopeful that the worst of the pandemic is behind us. Yet we can see with the emergence of the Delta variant and ongoing health crises in various parts of the world, that the future is not without risk. Even given the path we're currently on, there is much uncertainty still regarding the safe return to the workplace, schools, travel, and other elements of normal life. Nevertheless, in many ways, the second quarter marked the transition from a Canadian economy constrained and impacted by the pandemic, to a step on the way to a new, somewhat different normal. From a CT REIT perspective, we're pleased to share with you the results of another strong quarter A quarter to a large extent reflected this transition in the Canadian economy. One of the key takeaways from the past year or so is that throughout the pandemic, our portfolio demonstrated tremendous resiliency, delivering uninterrupted growth in AFFO per unit, a strong balance sheet and credit metrics, and distribution growth. We believe that we are well positioned to navigate whatever twists and turns may emerge. All of these hallmarks of our strong performance were again reflected in our Q2 results. In addition, renewed market confidence has contributed to growth in our IFRS fair value, driven by strong fundamentals in both the retail and industrial components of our portfolio. The reduction in our bad debt expense is also a reflection of greater confidence in the resilience of our ancillary tenants as the economy moved to reopening. We are also excited about the growing list of projects that will support our future growth with the new investments that we announced yesterday, bringing our acquisition and development pipeline to approximately 1.25 million square feet of attractive, low-risk investments. Our resilience and our growth are owing to the success of Canadian Tire, which continues to demonstrate its ability to deliver on the wants and needs of Canadians year in and year out, through good times and bad, for now almost 100 years. With that, I'm going to turn the call over to Kevin to provide an update on our investing activities and operations. Leslie will then review the financial aspects of the quarter before turning the call over for questions. Kevin?
3: Thanks, Ken, and good morning, everyone. I hope you're all doing well. As outlined in yesterday's press release, we are pleased to announce five new investments this quarter requiring an estimated $60.3 million to complete. These new projects consist of the vending of an existing Canadian Tire Store and Canadian Tire Gas Plus Gas Bar in Trenton, Ontario, Canadian Tire Store expansions in Toronto, Ontario, as well as a Canadian Tire Store expansion that required the acquisition of land from a third party in Drummondville, Quebec. Finally, we've also announced the event of land for the development of a new Canadian tire store and third-party tenants in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. When completed, these investments are expected to earn a weighted average going in cap rate of approximately 6.5% and will add roughly 266,000 square feet of incremental GLA to the portfolio. This brings the total new investment activity announced since the beginning of the year to $173 million. 130 million of which relates to the expansion and development of Canadian Tire retail and supply chain assets. As we continue to work collaboratively alongside Canadian Tire on these projects, the REIT has opportunistically engaged in discussions with our largest tenant surrounding remaining lease terms. As can be seen this quarter, these proactive negotiations allowed us to extend the weighted average lease term for the entire portfolio by almost half a year to 8.9 years, one of the longest in the sector. This improvement was primarily driven by the extension of one Canadian Tire Distribution Centre lease and nine Canadian Tire store leases, and we are pleased to have extended the lease terms for all but one of the Canadian Tire stores that were set to expire between now and the end of 2023. We are in discussions with Canadian Tire regarding possibly replacing this remaining location to a larger format store that will potentially better serve the market in the long term, and we'll announce further details in the future should this project come to fruition. At the end of the second quarter, CT REIT had 28 properties that were at various stages of, of development. These projects represent a total committed investment of approximately $280 million upon completion, 66 million of which has already been spent and 54 million of which we anticipate will be spent in the next 12 months. These projects will add a total incremental gross leasable area of approximately 923,000 square feet to the portfolio upon completion. 95% of which has been pre leased. As at June 30th, 2021, CT Reed's occupancy rate was 99.2%, in line with both Q2 2020 as well as year end. With that, I will turn it over to Leslie for a review of our financial results.
4: Thanks, Kevin, and good morning, everyone. We are again very pleased with the strong Q2 results that CT Reed has delivered. Our rent collections for the second quarter remained stable at 99.7%. And we recorded no bad debt expense, reflecting the stable portfolio and health of our tenants. Our reported AFFO per unit on a diluted basis was $0.27.7, cents, an increase of 8.2 percent compared to Q2 of 2020, reflecting the positive net impact of NOI variances, including reduced credit losses and lower interest expense. Reported net operating income increased 6.5 percent, or $6.1 million in the quarter, compared to Q2 2020. The main contributors to this growth are the same store NOI results, which contributed $3.3 million, as well as intensifications and the acquisition of income-producing properties completed in 2021 and 2020, which contributed a further $2.8 million to NOI growth. Even excluding the credit losses recorded in Q2 of 2020, organic NOI growth would have been a healthy 4.9%. Same-store NOI increased by 3.6% or $3.3 million compared to the Q2 2020, driven by contractual rent escalations contributing $1.5 million and lower lower provisions for the expected credit losses due to the improving business environment, which increased NOI by $1.4 million. General administrative expenses as a percentage of revenue were 2.5%, which is in line with recent quarters. The REIT recorded a fair value increase of $106.5 million on our investment properties for the second quarter of 2021. The increase in the fair value adjustment on investment properties was driven by changes to the investment metrics for both the industrial properties and the retail properties within the portfolio, with about 57% of the increase attributable to the industrial and the balance to retail. This was supported by recent market activity and external appraisals completed during the quarter. Our ASFO payout ratio has improved for the three months ended June 30, 2021, and was 72.6%, a decrease of 3.4% from the same period in 2020. There has also been continued improvement in our debt metrics, with interest coverage ratio increasing to 3.73 times in Q2 compared to 3.5 times for the second quarter of 2020. The increase in the interest coverage ratio is primarily due to the growth of the EBIT fair value as well as a decrease in the interest and in financing charges. CT REIT's indebtedness ratio has also improved and was 41.6% as of June 30, 2021, compared to 42.5% a quarter ago. The decrease was primarily due to the growth in the property fair value adjustments along with a, r- a reduction in the total indebtedness. In addition, With $294 million available through our committed credit facilities and $3 million cash on hand, coupled with no debt maturities for the remainder of 2021, we continue to maintain a liquid position. Lastly, the book value increased to $15.31 in the current quarter, up from $14.74 per unit in the first quarter of 2021, primarily due to net income exceeding our distributions. And with that, I'll turn it back over to the operator for any questions.
1: Thank you. And this time, we would like to remind everyone: in order to ask a question, please press star then the number one on your telephone keypad. We'll pause for just a moment to compile the Q and A roster. Our first question is from Sandamiani with TD Securities. Please go ahead.
0: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app.
5: Morning. Um, Yeah, just just to uh, I guess close the loop on the renewals, which were were great to see, the lease renewals. Um, Did any of those renewals, you know, uh, the terms of those, would would they interrupt the same store NOI growth that the REIT has been enjoying historically in the two two percent plus range? Hey,
3: Sam. It's Kevin. Uh, I think you're basically asking if any of the if the annual rent escalations would be continuing in the uh, extension terms, and and the answer for these lease extensions uh, is yes, they will be.
5: Okay, great. And the uh, the uh, the DC lease extension uh, was that just a renewal or was it like a blend and extend that might it might impact rents uh, in the short term?
3: Uh, it was tied to the uh, expansion that we announced earlier this year, uh, and uh, the exercised uh, options uh, in conjunction with uh, the funding.
5: Okay, great. Okay, and um, I guess great to see the results, you know, showing basically zero impact of the pandemic. Do you expect that to continue in the latter half of 2021?
4: Kevin, it's or, sorry, Sam. It's Leslie. Um, you know, well, well we're we're very happy that uh, that happened uh, for the second quarter. You know, it is really hard to predict with what's going to happen in future quarters. Um, I think the tenants have shown resilience and, and found a way to operate through this, and, and our rent collections and, and the bad deaths have, have virtually um, gone back to pre-pandemic levels. But, you know, well, one can't guarantee what happens in other quarters, but um, we, we certainly hope that is uh, the continued uh, experience that we have.
5: Great. And the uh, last question I have before I turn it back is just an update on the Brampton Steeles Avenue property owned by Canadian Tire. Any any update on, on the plans there? Is is the company still uh, utilizing that, uh, that space at all?
3: Uh, it's Kevin. I'll take that one. Um, so, the, yes, uh, Canadian Tire continues to use that facility. Uh, I think with the uh, robust sales they've been generating, um, they were looking for excess capacity and had the facility available to them. So, um, in the short term, uh, it is still in use. Um, we continue discussions uh, with the entire on the future of that site and the potential uh, to redevelop it. And in conjunction, are working on obviously uh, concept planning and uh, uh, working towards advancing some municipal uh, approvals um, over time.
5: Great. Thank you. I'll turn it back.
1: Thank you. Our next question is from Jenny Ma with BMO Capital Markets. Please go ahead. Good morning. Morning. good morning
2: I'm
1: looking I'm looking at the development
4: uh, pipeline schedule and it looks like there were some projects that were actually moved up in terms of time frame could you talk to us about why that was the case were you able to make a little bit more more progress or, or maybe you had um, you had been conservative in some of these timing estimates
3: um Jenny I think you'll see quarter to quarter uh, project shifting both Forward and backwards. Uh, a lot of that depends on, um, you know, the municipal approval process and how long it takes. Certain jurisdictions, obviously, we foresee it happening sooner, and it takes longer, or vice versa. And then, obviously, um, you know, construction-related delays or 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 not. Um, so, um, no no specific commentary on uh, the projects that moved up or any rationale. I think it's just. You know, uh, the development process sometimes can be um, lengthy or sometimes takes less time than we anticipate, and you'll see some natural movement uh, within the projects related to that.
4: Okay, sounds good. Um, With regards to the Leslie and Shepard expansion that uh, was mentioned in the press release, it says it's expansion into some current CRU space. Um, Is that a result of Canadian Tire's desire to expand um, that specific store, or did you have any... Tenant failures that may have brought this opportunity up. Um, is there something specific uh, that you could share about this location?
3: Sure. So um, totally related to Canadian Tires' desire to expand that particular location. Um, it was actually the reverse of tenant failures. We had to remove certain tenants to accommodate uh, <laughs> the store expansion, uh, which obviously was the, to the benefit of our anchor tenant and, uh, and financially made sense to us as well. So um, they just expanded into adjacent space was really the story there.
4: Okay, great. Um, and it's great to see that, uh, that the bad debt uh, has basically been eliminated. So so is it safe to assume that there wasn't any issue with uh, with rent collection as well, that that was at 100% for Q2? Yeah, Jenny, our, I'll say our our rent collections, you know, when we're operating in the sort of 99.7%, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're really, really close to full rent collections. And, uh, yeah, and, and the bad debts uh, for us have, have uh, effectively, you know, subsided uh, during the quarter, which was uh, great to see. Okay, great. Um, do you know if any of your tenants are still taking SERS assistance at all? I, I realize that it's not very opaque with this process. Uh, yes, I do understand we have a, a handful of tenants that are still participating in the SERS, to, to the best of our knowledge. Okay, great. Okay, well,
1: congratulations on a strong quarter. I'll turn it back. Thanks. Thank you. Once again, please press star 1 and it's at this time if you have a question. Our next question is from Sumaya Said with CIBC. Please go ahead. Thanks. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so, uh, just can kind of
4: firstly on uh, the distribution uh, policy, a bit of a higher bump uh, announced more recently following, I guess, a smaller increase last year. So, just how are you thinking about that and uh, should we expect a similar pace going forward? And uh, what payout ratio would you be uh, targeting?
2: Hi Samaya. it's uh, it's Ken. <coughs> um, I can't give you a, a, a ton of guidance on uh, on the distributions. I mean, obviously it's something with we review uh, with our board um, and that they approve on a monthly basis. So really, it's a reflection of uh, of what's happening in the business and what we see going forward. So I wouldn't. You know, uh, infer from what we've done uh, in the past year, and and make uh, any conclusions about what you might see going forward.
4: Okay. Um, and then, just on the investment activity in the quarter, there was a a land uh, vend in Moose John Just uh, wondering, what does the the scope or the pipeline look for um, land held back like in entire that could be re-suitable down the line?
3: Um. Well, there's a couple land banks that Canadian Tire has owned, some historic, some more recent um, that, um, you know, are strategic to them and should they decide to move forward uh, in terms of developing new locations or or larger format stores on those land parcels, that would be the appropriate time for the REIT to step in and, and, and acquire it.
4: Okay, that's all from
1: me. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Great, thank you.
1: Thank you. Our next question is from Tal Woolley with National Bank Financial. Please go ahead.
6: Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um, just to follow up on Samaya's question, uh, you know, she was asking about the payout ratio, but obviously you are continuing to work down your leverage, and you're still seeing good cash flow growth. Um, maybe we could just expand the question a little bit more. Um, do you have a, you know, like what's the Goal leverage that maybe you're trying to trying to get to is so, you know should we expect in CTRE to sort of continue to work down its leverage over time or um, you know given that you're you know continuing to build excess cash um, you know you could look at distribution increases maybe you look at share buybacks that kind of thing like you know like do you have a sort of sense of where you want that uh, that structure to be over the longer haul?
4: it's Leslie. Um, Anyway, as far as our leverage goes, um, yeah, we have been sort of slowly working that down. Uh, I think, um, you know, whether where it is sort of now, and so sort of that sort of low 40% range is where you know we we'd like to sort of see it and target it. Um, there, there's not a specific you know goal that's significantly lower than that that we're we're actually aiming towards. Um, in terms of stuff like share buybacks, I think we've worked over the last few years to sort of increase float and do other things. So you know that's uh, not uh, something that I would see us looking to on our radar screen, but, um, you know, and and the ratio, the the payout ratio, you know, has moved around and, uh, you know, continues to be a bit uh, lower, obviously with the the recent distribution increase, that'll inch up a smidge. Um, But I think, you know, in that sort of mid-70s range is probably where you'll see the the payout ratio land and um, we'll still be looking at uh, wanting to have sort of, I guess, conservative leverage um, compared to our, our peer group of REITs here.
6: Okay. And then just to go back to the lease extensions for a second, um, uh, Kevin, I think you said basically like you've handled all of the, the CTC leases except for one through to 2023. Do I have that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> I'm just wondering, can you remind me what exactly the mechanism is? Uh, I hadn't. I didn't have time to look it up this morning, but I, I, I remember there was a um, you know sort of end of lease term. Uh, mechanism that was there, I just can't remember exactly what it is, and you just talk about whether this was negotiated out or you just follow the mechanism. Um,
3: so the mechanism is basically they have an option to extend that they can exercise within 18 months of the expiry of the term. Um, the rents are set at market, subject to a floor not less than um, uh, the, the term in the initial, or, or the rent in the initial term, uh, and a, a ceiling um, that basically works out to not greater than roughly 12% uh, more than that number. Um, these negotiations were done outside of that process. Um, you know, We've obviously uh, had weight average lease term as a focus of ours uh, for a long time now and are obviously in constant dialogue with Canadian Tire on a number of different um, uh, items, uh, lease term being one of them. Um, and... Uh, uh, these being strong performing stores and uh, and uh in conjunction with other discussions around um, uh, new store development uh store expansions, you know their program um, came to the conclusion that uh, both sides were amenable to uh, dig into the lease extensions and, and find win wins um, and that's how how these ones came came about
6: so uh can you give us some sense of what those like, you know, we see other peers. It obviously hasn't been an issue for you guys since your debut in the public markets, but can you give us some sense of what this, the renewal spreads were on those leases?
3: Um, well, as I mentioned uh, in Sam's uh, to Sam's question, uh, the, the lease extensions provide for the same annual rent increases as, uh, as as in the initial term.
5: Okay, so
6: it's just more of a continuation of that than, you know, yeah. you're seeing a big step at the end of the lease. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, and then just finally, um, the triple net market, like how, you know, have you seen many uh, good deals, you know, outside of the transactions you're doing with Canadian Entirety? Uh, a
3: couple of interesting things out there that we are seeing and, 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 and working on, um, you know, I think you've probably heard commentary from some of our other retail peers around just the, you know, um, depth of demand for uh, obviously grocery and uh, essential needs retail, Um, So, there's a couple of transactions that we are aware of that are uh, either tied up or or closed um, that are really driving um, cap rates down for uh, strong retail assets and uh, uh, I'd say there was uh, a good amount of marketed product that came out first part of the year, it's a little slower now in the mid part of the summer. Um, But I think there's still lots of capital private and otherwise uh, chasing uh, these deals and uh, and uh hopefully in the fall we'll see some uh, some new supply uh to address that demand.
6: but nothing out there that was like you guys were dying dying to get your hands on
3: uh well I mean, like i said there's 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 some transactions out there that we are looking at and working on okay uh, you know once we uh i guess uh bring those to uh fruition, we'll, uh, we'll have lots more to say about it.
6: okay, perfect. thank you very much
3: thank you.
1: Thank you. Our next question is from Sam Damiani with the TD Securities. Please go ahead.
5: Thank you. Um, yeah, I just wanted to to see if there was an update on on Canada Square with the approvals, uh, the expected timeline, any update on the LRT, et cetera.
2: Hi, Sam. It's uh, it's Ken. Um, uh, happy to give you an update um, although there's not a ton of uh, new news our, our development manager in Cohen, our Oxford Properties uh, continues to advance the building design for uh, for the first phase as well as the the overall municipal approval process um, nothing's changed from a timing perspective as we continue to be subject to uh, the timing of the completion of the uh, uh, LRT um again uh, lands that metrolinks is using for the construction of the project at the north end of the site are part of the phase one lands and um, uh there's been no new announcements from them and uh, we are still expecting a construction start in in 2023 Um, with respect to the municipal approval process um Obviously, this is a very significant site at a key location in, uh, in the City of Toronto, and, uh, and we would expect it to be given careful consideration by, by many stakeholders. Um, our master plan concept reflects uh, the policies and guidelines. Uh, the City developed the site uh, over a significant number of years, so uh, we continue to work with, uh, with uh, the City to advance the application.
5: That's great. Thank you very much, and I'll turn it back. Thanks, Anne.
1: Thank you. As there are no further questions registered at this time, I will turn the call over to Ken Silver, CEO, for closing remarks.
2: Thank you, operator, and thank you all for joining us today. Uh, Enjoy the rest of the summer, and we look forward to speaking with you all in November.
1: Thank you. This concludes today's call. You may now disconnect.